This is We've Got Issues on Interlochen Public Radio, a weekly look at the political state we live in. Good morning. I'm David Castleman. Michigan State University has reached a half-billion-dollar settlement with victims of Larry Nasser. Nasser is the former MSU sports medicine doctor who over decades sexually assaulted hundreds of women and called it treatment. More than $400 million will go towards survivors named in the lawsuit while the rest will be used to pay victims who may come forward in the future. The settlement comes as state lawmakers continue to debate dozens of bills that have come in the wake of the scandal. Joining us to discuss all of this news is Shana Roth, Capitol reporter for the Michigan Public Radio Network. Shana, nice to have you on again. Thank you for having me, David. Remind us what survivors of Larry Nasser accused Michigan State of in the first place. Really, what it boils down to for them is inaction. Um, They have said that Michigan State University was given the knowledge that they had a predator in their midst um, back, you know, decades ago, and they that that there were reports circulating around the school that you know there was a problem with this prominent doctor, and that the school did nothing. Um, So they're sort of reason for the lawsuit is essentially saying you could have protected us, you could have done something about this, and you didn't. And that is why we became victims of Larry Nasser. Is the settlement a done deal? No. Um, that, and that's the important thing to remember with all of this. Um, there is still a lot of, you know, sort of legal finalizations that need to take place, rubber stamps that have to be gotten out and inked and put onto pieces of paper. But what MSU and a lot of the survivors have announced is sort of, you know, these are the numbers that we're looking at. Um, these are some of the parameters of the settlement, which includes that, you know, there will not be any sort of non-disclosure um, agreements. Um, there also won't be any sort of actions related to it. But we do have this number that we are planning to planning to go forward with. But at the end of the day, there is still an opportunity for people to start backing out if they decide to. Um, so, yeah, so we're still in the midst of this entire settlement process. Have you heard a- any rumblings that people might be getting cold feet? No, I really haven't. Um, you know, the survivors that I've spoken to and the messages that I've seen, you know, on Twitter and statements that are released is that this is something that they've all agreed to. And um, and, and it's not something that everybody is necessarily excited about. Um, you know, it is a settlement. And I spoke with uh, one of the attorneys for the for quite a few of the victims, Jamie White. And he said, you know, when it comes to something like this, if everybody's happy, we did something wrong. If everybody's upset, we did something wrong. <laughs> so there's there's this middle ground that they have. Um, come to. And it sounds like, you know, for the time being that everybody is is, is there and on board with it. There are questions uh, about how Michigan State's going to pay for this. Mm-hmm. What options does MSU have? They've got a couple different options um, that they're exploring. Some seem to be more realistic than others. Um, one of the big ones is insurance. Uh, the school does have insurance. It's unclear, though, how much it's go- um, the insurance is going to pay towards this. Um, another is the idea of borrowing money um, and bonding out. Uh, another option is to maybe forego different projects that they had planned on and using the money from from those hypothetical projects. Um, and then finally, one that uh, interim president John Engler has said he's not in favor of, but you know, when it actually push actually comes to shove, we don't know what will actually happen. Is uh, MSU because it's a public university could go to the legislature and try and see if um, lawmakers are willing to put some taxpayer dollars towards it. That being said, uh, quite a few lawmakers have already said, hey, don't come look into us. You made this mess. You're going to have to pay for it. What about a tuition hike? 
That is also another possibility that a lot of um, people, particularly students, are concerned about. Um, right now, it sounds like there is a freeze on freshman tuition, um, but that is something that is is up in the air if at some point um, that we're going to see tuition rates go up. You had a piece about the settlement on NPR last week, and you told the story of one survivor of NASA, a woman named Morgan McCall. Can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, Morgan has been, uh, while she doesn't go to uh, Michigan State University, she has been a very uh, vocal supporter of reform at the school. Uh, she's 18 years old. She's going to be a sophomore soon at at the University of Michigan. And she was actually um, uh, abused by Nasser when she was 12 years old. And she went to an MSU clinic because she was a dancer and she tore her hip flexors. And she didn't realize at the time that she was um, that she was being abused. You know, she made statements at his sentencing that were very powerful. And so she is uh, one of the survivors that has really kind of risen to the forefront, particularly when it comes to going after Michigan State University and, and being an advocate for change at that school. Did survivors get everything they wanted uh, in this in this settlement, do you think? Uh, it really doesn't sound like that. Um, and, and like I said before, you know, this is one of those situations where not everybody's going to be happy or like completely happy. Um, and that's just kind of the nature of the game. Um, it sounds like they had, they were hoping that as a part of the settlement, there would be some actions that the school would have to take, um, in writing that would, you know, make changes at the university, um, they didn't get those, um, but at the but you know the, the survivors are saying that you know we're still going to keep going forward. We're still going to keep pushing for change at MSU. We want to see um, you know cultural changes at the school, not just when it comes to making sure that somebody like Larry Nasser won't ever be able to thrive at that institution again, but just in general, we want to see MSU become a school where sexual assault is not hidden and it is absolutely not tolerated. There are a number of bills being discussed in Lansing that have come following the uh, the Nasser scandal. How could the settlement affect these legislative efforts? It's interesting. We've been a lot of reporters have been trying to figure out. You know, does this um, get rid of some of the bills? Uh, are there going to be significant changes as a result? And a lot of the lawmakers are basically saying no. This is our way of getting justice for these victims, and we are going to keep pushing forward. Um, Now, there are some of the bills that have been very controversial, um, including one that would get rid of governmental immunity for different entities when it comes to sexual assault cases, um, entities like MSU, uh, the Catholic Church, and, and other places like that. Um, that one is really up in the air. It has always been very up in the air because... There are a lot of lawmakers that are just concerned about that. So whether or not the settlement itself will actually impact the future of that bill, it's unclear. But lawmakers are definitely saying we are going to continue with this fight. We're going to continue going forward. And it does sound like um, at least some of the bills will be voted out of committee this coming week. Shana Roth is a capital reporter for the Michigan Public Radio Network. Shana, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me.